Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. You know, for many years, Andrew and I have cut up and moved a lot of scrap iron. Everything from heavy farm equipment and trailer houses, even some semis. Well, in the very first year, someone asked us to cut up an old skitter that was used for logging back in the old days. We're poor people who can't afford expensive machinery to lift up things onto our trailer, so most of it we do by hand. But the skitter pieces were so thick and heavy that we didn't know how we were going to get them loaded until somebody gave us a gift. He had a couple of brand new jacks and he wasn't using both of them, so he told us that we could have one. Some people call them a railroad jack or a farm jack, but a lot of people in our area just simply refer to them as a handyman jack. I've owned quite a few tools during my lifetime, and this, this is one of the most useful ones that I've ever had. They can be quite dangerous if you're not careful, because it's claimed that they can lift up to 6,000 pounds. It was originally created back in 1905 by P.J. Hera, and being made out of cast iron, it is pretty heavy to lug around, but it's worth it for the sheer amount of weight that it can lift. I've used mine to pull stumps, old clothesline pipes, and to push walls off of their foundation. If it has secure enough footing, you can lift cars, trucks, and even heavy pieces of old logging equipment with ease. Because we live in a low area, I built my house on piers, and I've used this jack many times to lift up the entire home. And this reminds me of the Christian life. A handyman jack can move things that might seem impossible to do at first glance, but it is nothing in comparison to the mountains that we can move with just a little bit of faith. Matthew seventeen twenty. If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. To possess faith is to have complete confidence in someone or something. It is what causes us to believe the things of God's word and to become obedient to his will. To have faith in God is to trust him, understanding that he's going to help us and guide us, deliver us, and even fight our battles for us. 2 Timothy 3.10 says, But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. And in 1 Samuel 17, 47, it says, And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is, not, for the, battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. Just a little bit of faith can result in overcoming huge obstacles in one's life. We can overcome sin. We can overcome temptations. We can overcome addictions. We can overcome the flesh. We can overcome persecutions. And we can overcome our past. We can overcome the world. And we can overcome the grave. There is nothing impossible when you have faith in God. Luke one thirty seven says, For with God nothing shall be impossible. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. As a servant of Christ, the Apostle Paul knew that God would deliver him from every evil work. 2 Timothy 4.18 says, And the Lord shall deliver me 
from every evil work, and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Ephesians 3, verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. You know, God answers prayer all the time. But you must first place your complete trust in him. He delivered the Israelites through the Red Sea. He caused the walls of Jericho to fall down. There's nothing that is impossible when we place our complete faith in him. The Apostle Peter placed so much faith in Christ Jesus that he walked on the water to go and meet him. Matthew 14, 25. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? God wants to give us wisdom, but we must ask for it in faith, knowing that we're going to receive it from him. James 1 verse 5, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Mark eleven twenty four says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. When we are filled with the power of God's Holy Spirit, we become capable of achieving things that were impossible to do in our carnal state. Matthew nineteen twenty six. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Mark ten twenty seven says, And Jesus looking upon them said, or saith, With men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. You know, no matter how difficult it may seem, there's nothing too difficult for the Lord. Genesis eighteen fourteen is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee, according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Jeremiah thirty two seventeen Ah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out, uh, stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. Everything becomes possible. For those who believe, Mark nine twenty three, Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. You know, faith requires trust. And to trust Christ is to trust in the teachings of his holy word. Genuine faith is going to result in confession, repentance, godly sorrow, 
mortification, sanctification, and purification as we submit each day to the will of God. To obtain eternal life, one must be capable of casting out sin in their own lives. To become victorious, we must move them out of the way. They might be big. They might be heavy. But all you need is a little faith if you want to move that big mountain. Little things can move bigger things. A lesson that I learn each time that I dig out my handyman jack. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We are not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. You can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.